This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Today's sponsor is Gamefly, where you can find over 8,000 new releases as well as classic games available to rent for a low monthly fee. Sign up to get a free month at gameflyoffer.com slash sbfvgs. Welcome to Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover, episode 66. You're listening to the number one video game podcast on the internet that features my best friends. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Redding. Joining me is David, the waffling waffler, Tate. Mm, you know what? I used to be team hotcakes, but now I think I'm team waffles. <laughs> I know. It might I know, be controversial, but oh, I so think, good. I think the listenership is very upset about it. Baby. Nah. Especially, especially Emily. Oh, really? Very, well, very I know she has the Team Hotcakes t-shirt. Yeah, and you know, the OG. I, I do have enough room in my heart for both. So maybe <laughs> maybe I'm on both teams, if I can be. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> and also joining us tonight, super guest friend and host of the One Track Gamers podcast, John Leola. Hey, game on. How's it going, buddy? <laughs> That's going great. <laughs> fantastic yeah wow, there you go then, bring bringing the chipper attitude right out right out of the bat uh right out of the bat is not right out first. of the bat or off yeah. the knocking gate. out of the park right knocking out of the park <laughs> yeah that's right and uh hey hey adam uh thanks thanks for that amazing introduction adam out of the bat reading <laughs> All right. Oh. The Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover Podcast comes to you every fortnight with each of us coming to the table to discuss one burning topic from the world of gaming but first what are you playing? John. Guys. Oh. John. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. 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 Good old Zelda. Oh <laughs> Good old Zelda. Sounds like you uh, you only play all encompassing life devouring games. Now. <laughs> all Is that thanks your new policy? to policy. Yep, that well, actually yeah. was all thanks to my wife. Uh, she got those for me on for my graduation gift. Oh, oh that's amazing. That's so yeah. awesome. Yes. Um. So finished uh, playing um, Horizon Zero Dawn while my wife played Zelda, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, since I finished that. I recently just finished Zelda, and my wife still plays Zelda. So um, eventually, <laughs> eventually, I'll go back to Horizon Platinum. That like the good old, good old Mike. Oh yeah. yes, the good old Mike. Oh, good old Platinum Mike. He's an inspiration oh, yes. for us all. Yes, he is. <laughs> no, he's he not. Is. I'll never, I'll never platinum a game. <laughs> uh, unless, unless it's a game you love. Yeah, you gotta nah, platinum. Then it's a pleasure. No, I have. To, I still have to move on. I, I have, you know, once I conquer a game, I move on to the next, you know, that's, that's how it goes. And yeah. for me, conquering is just beating the story, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, David? I have only, basically only been playing Zelda. 
like I've I've got about ninety hours in. Still haven't beaten it. Ninety hours. Yeah. My goodness. <laughs> yeah. You're a wild man. I am being very thorough with this game. Like embarrassingly thorough i would say um <laughs> uh but i still like I'm, i've been watching vinnie vinesauce stream just for like pointers like while like he's been playing zelda as well and yeah. and he's finding things that i have never even come across in the game even though i've spent 90 hours in the game so i, I i'm slacking i don't know I, i'm disappointed <laughs> in myself so i don't have be disappointed com- I there's still a lot have to, to do in that game. Oh, there's so much to do. Yeah. I am currently doing what I believe is the last dungeon before I'm ready for Ganon, technically. Oh, my. Uh, Spoilers. There's Ganon in this game? Yeah, no. He, he, they talk <laughs> Next, about you're going like, to blurt out that there's a Master Sword. <laughs> I like. I, well, that actually is sort of a spoiler if I mention whether there is or isn't one, so I will not mention that. <laughs> okay. Um... Because Nintendo was kind of cagey about that when the game was coming out. Like, well, we, we can't confirm whether or not this ga- this sword's in the game, you know, because... And the reason <laughs> they can't confirm is because every weapon in Zelda is breakable. Mm-hmm. So if there was a Master Sword, I mean, there'd have to... You know what I mean? Like, it would... It would have to fit in that somehow, or it would maybe, break the game. Maybe that's the one sword that you can't break. Because well, it's yeah, the but, master. But then that kind of messes with the whole, like, the way the game was designed. So I just um, I just hope when you pick up the master sword in, in if, Zelda, if you pick if, up if slash when you pick up the masters when you totally for sure are going to pick it up um, <laughs> that when you pick it up, it's it's Metallica. And it's like master master. <laughs> that's oh, that's you'd what like I'm that to be for. the one licensed like moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Nintendo's got the money in the war chest, they can they can afford a little Metallica. <laughs> I don't know if it would fit the the tone of the rest of the game, but it's like all beautiful flute music, and then all of a sudden it's old school Metallica. Can, can you give us a uh, an example of what the guitar sounds like on that song? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's a, it's a little tricky. Okay, uh, to do, with, do the with the mouth. mouth. It's fine. Yeah, maybe um, maybe later. Maybe the post. Uh, the post show I'll, I'll go and get the guitar there you go there you go um <laughs> that's exactly what i was looking for that's what the listeners at home were looking for <laughs> that's what they wanted there okay, you go that's what i wanted Thank yeah you. I, I think i'm good goodbye yeah, guys, okay, guys we can just it. end the show now i think <laughs> john good. thanks for being on <laughs> All right, so it's funny wait, that uh, John's been playing. Oh wait, were you still you, you got other things you were well, playing? Well, okay, so I did play like a little tiny bit of uh, of Overwatch because oh, there's that course. new hero out. What's her yeah, name? Orisa. Osira? Orisa. Osira? Orisa. Orisa. She is really cool. Like I may have my new tank character. That's awesome. Nice. Um, yeah. So anyway, that that's it. I just played like maybe maybe an hour and a half of that. So <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm done. That's everything. That's super cool. So um, I've basically... It's funny that John has played both a bunch of Zelda and a bunch of Horizon. And you, you've basically playing al- been playing almost nothing but Zelda. And I've been playing just Horizon. <laughs> yeah. There you go. You, so, you're like the... John's like the guy in the middle. He's meeting us in the yeah. middle. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Horizon... I'm I'm probably about nine hours into it uh, as of this recording. I'm After we're done here, I'll probably go play it again some more. But, um, <laughs> nice. But yeah, gosh, I love that game. Um, 
Yeah, I'm not terribly far because I I got in, I kind of opened up the first area a bit, and then I was like, well, I want to go back and um, you know do some side quests and you know do some hunting and upgrade some stuff and craft and so um, <laughs> one thing that's pretty cool and you know David, this might be useful for you since you played a little bit of it and then you went on a Zelda bender for weeks. Uh, and then you're going to probably come back to Zelda bender, <laughs> a raging Zelda bender. Um, you'll probably come back to it and be like, what was going on in this game? Yeah, I know there's some robots. Over. I know there's some robots, but if you didn't want to start over, like maybe someone's out there and they've done the same thing, but they put in like 15 hours and then they left it. Um, you can always fast travel back to your home, you know, where mm-hmm. the original right. The, the original starting point of the game. Um, and there's a little area you can go to and um, you get like some, a little recap of what's going on in the story. If you, oh. if you kind of run through a few conversation items. So it's pretty cool. It, it allows you to kind of pick it back up. Like if you, you know, stepped away from it for a little bit, that's, I think that's really smart. You've let your feet wander astray. Yeah. Cause that's like world. my number one, uh, issue i think sometimes with playing long games is that i'll get sidetracked by something else and then i try to come back to it and i'm like ah what was happening again in the witcher 3 <laughs> no but doesn't so. the witcher 3 kind of like have like a, a series of like checkpoint story things so they like, do yeah that's true that, and they did it they did it mm-hmm. well because they knew how monstrous their game was so <laughs> yeah. yeah when i would load it up it's like it was giving a little uh they're like little slideshow type uh, cinematics yeah. that give you a little, uh, hey, this is what was happening. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but yeah. Well, that's cool, though. Yeah, I, I feel like I, do, I didn't put a whole lot of time into Horizon before I switched to Zelda. I only played like two days before Zelda came out. So, um, so you I'll probably. You said Switch. Oh, right. Yeah. Switch. Yeah, Switch. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was like, why did he snap? Um, <laughs> I have already forgotten that whole thing. But, uh, <laughs> But I think, I, I don't know, I feel like I want to just start it over. I don't know, we'll see. We'll see. I don't even know, I'm probably not going to play that game next. I'm probably going to play Mass Effect next. So, oh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, what are you doing, David? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing with my life, guys. There's just three huge open world games dropped in the same month, and I'm yeah. just floundering. I'm struggling for air. So <laughs> Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, that's, I interrupted what you were playing though. Is it just Horizon? Just Horizon and nothing but, um, I did, I did download the Android version of Super Mario Run, which just came out. Um, And they just, uh, they added more levels for the free version, which is great. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I haven't, I haven't actually tried it yet though. (laughs) So there you go. Just Horizon. (laughs) And when I'm not playing Horizon, I'm just thinking about it. Yeah. I believe we actually have a new (laughs) stone. Just with sweet. Wistfully thinking about it. Thinking about Aloy. <laughs> Maybe you can't say that. I'm just I thinking about that. robot robot dinosaurs, that's all. Robot, oh, okay. Wistfully looking up and with hearts in your eyes, thinking about robot dinosaurs. <laughs> um, we actually have a new story about Super Mario Run, so that'll that'll. Work oh, that's out the nicely. kind of thing that might be in the news. In in wait, in the <laughs> the news. Oh, there we go. Whew. We got a hot I, one. I literally have to decide every time whether or not I'm going to do it. <laughs> At well, that time, I decided I was going <laughs> to. There you go. And we all, our lives were enriched because of it. Not so. all of our lives were enriched. There are a few people out there. I got their tweets. 
<laughs> a few people whose lives were enraged, unenriched, enraged, <laughs> enriched, devalued, and enraged, somehow. Devalued. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all right. So this one is funny. Uh, good old uh, Casey had posted on our subreddit, which is reddit.com slash r slash sbfvgs, um, which, you know, you can post news stories that you want to hear talked about on the show. Yeah, it's um, great. Yeah, Go it's, there. it's Go the do best. That. It's just the best. <laughs> and it makes my lazy life easier. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it helps guarantee that we talk about what you guys want us to talk about. So. That's true. That is it's true. true. And even, you, can even make up, you can even make up really outlandish news stories and i don't have time to confirm them so that's true yeah just, just make a website really quick and point it to the reddit and we'll, we'll never be able to know whether it's true or not so that would be hilarious anyway um so casey had posted that there was an unconfirmed leak that destiny 2 had a release date of september 8th and well, now now well, we've hang seen on, hang there's on. been a little update since then a little bit but hang on it's still unconfirmed the release date we're not okay. gonna know until Thursday, March 30th, which will be long in the past by the time this podcast yeah. comes out. So, yeah, so you guys listening, you guys know. Yeah, the, they the know what truth. the date is. You guys know the real truth that Destiny 2 has been canceled. No. no. <laughs> so the leak was that yeah. Destiny's release date will be September 8th. So that will probably be what they announce on Thursday. Yeah. So. Now, I did see a couple of pictures, images of promotional posters that have that date on it so right, yeah and that's the leak yeah so that you know it's it's probably that i mean that it makes sense because i think september 9th was the day the original destiny launched yeah that so sounds it's about like right yeah. they're trying to keep it in the same window from what i hear it worked out pretty mm-hmm. well for them it was a very yeah. successful game at least like you know in terms of how many people bought it and like all the add-ons and everything um but yeah so destiny was unconfirmed and then it was officially announced 13 mm-hmm. hours ago as of this recording. And then today they dropped the teaser for the actual like trailer that will come on Thursday. And you know I what's funny you, is I was watching that little teaser and I, at first I was like, is that Nolan North? <laughs> that's what I thought too. That's, yeah, that's but hilarious. no, it's Nathan oh, Fillion. Wait. He's a robot. Yeah, yeah Nathan yeah. Fillion the robot. He's Cade Six who uh, man, featured prominently in uh the taking king this the first oh, he's awesome destiny. yeah he, he is, is super awesome yeah it i am hoping that this is like showing us who the main character is going to be of destiny 2 because everyone he's everyone's favorite in in the taking king stuff mm, so okay um so hopefully he'll be like just right there with you through every mission like maybe not necessarily in the world but like talking to you through the com or whatever um okay so yeah that that little teaser if you haven't watched it yet it's really good even if you don't like destiny but you love nathan fillion you should go watch that because it's it's just fun yeah Um, it's really yeah i don't want to spoil it but it's it's just a really fun little moment with fillion bot (laughs) and you know since we're recording this on the 28th and we don't know what thursday's trailer has to offer i'd say we all speculate um so here i you know i just thought it was really bizarre that Hulk Hogan was voicing almost all the characters in that trailer. Except for Nathan know. Fillion's character. <laughs> Except for Nathan <laughs> Fillion. What did, you, I mean, what did you guys take away from the full trailer? Man, that 
came out. I am so ready for Arnie Bot. I'm so glad he's finally a thing. It's finally confirmed. (laughs) I I can't believe it. Arnie Bot is finally in Destiny 2 confirmed. (laughs) Come on, hold off the bad guys. I have to hack into this thing over here. Come on. Let's go over there now. Let's do all these cool things and blow things up together as pals. Because they found Destiny. There there you go. (laughs) There you go. Hey, there was a little bit of Arnie. We got some tweets that people missed Arnie. So (laughs) I'm glad he happened to be there. uh, He was here. He just cuts in whenever, you know, you know. Well, yeah, your family's out of town, right? So he just like came over. You guys are like broing it up. Bros night, you know. Yeah, bros night out. Or bros bros night in, I guess. Bros night in. We're going to play some (laughs) prize. So, uh, yeah, next little news story here. Um, Super Mario Run didn't meet expectations. Now, David. Yeah. Did this break your heart or were you unsurprised by this? I am 100% not surprised. The (laughs) game is freaking $10 and I have never paid $10 for a mobile game ever until Super Mario Run. Uh, <laughs> I guess it, for me, it was like Super Mario Run. It seemed like the way they priced it, they were rebelling against the the mobile pricing model yeah. a little bit. But I feel um, like if they had just released it at maybe three dollars, they probably would have made a killing. Yeah, they would have made know? a killing. Um, so here, the conversion rate from free to paid was only five percent. Only five percent of the people that downloaded the game paid ten dollars to unlock the whole game, which that's oh, wow. a abysmally low that is a low number yeah so yeah nintendo wasn't too pleased about that not too pleased yeah and so recently they just unlocked more levels for the free version um i'm not sure how they're planning on making people pay ten dollars they should have just dropped the price really yeah but they're they're sticking to their ten dollar price range it's out on android now Mm -hmm. i'm sure even less android users will pay the ten dollars than iphone users because you know, Android users are known for being kind of cheap. Like a lot of, a lot of Android <laughs> games are free to play Bunch when iOS. Cheapos. No, not cheapos, but like just historically, you know, people are less willing to pay for apps if they have an Android. It's just like if you look at the the numbers. So, um, like Android gets free versions of games that iOS you have to pay for. So I noticed that too, and I actually don't like that very much. <laughs> oh yeah? yeah, but I don't. I don't really pay. I don't really play mobile games unless they're on my sweet sweet Vita. Oh, that's so, true. Or your yeah, iPad yeah. sometimes. Like, uh, yeah, sometimes. Sword and like Sorcery. Device, device 6, Sword and Sorcery. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, which, uh, oh, by the way, Sword and Sorcery is a really good game if you're looking for a good mobile game and you have somehow not played it. Just, oh, know, yeah. It's excellent. Throwing that little plug out there for no real reason. <laughs> so, um, next on the list here, Switch. The Nintendo Switch, that is. Oh, keeps oh getting you mean it. the Switch? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Switch keeps getting third-party games that are pricier than other platforms. What gives, David? Well, I don't know the answer to this, um, but my suspicion is that Nintendo is charging more Ooh. for the licensing or whatever it takes to get on a Switch. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if it was the same thing it's been you know, since the eighties is, you know, the cost of the manufacturing cost oh, for the actual too, yeah. cartridges, because, you know, when, when the PlayStation one came out, you know, and, it, and it was an all CD media, you know, and it was super cheap to make, to actually pr- mass produce these games, you know, the cost of games went down significantly. Mm-hmm. Um, At and least so compared I, to the N64. Yeah. And the cartridges yeah. are always going to be more expensive to manufacture. So I don't know. 
maybe that's what it is. Maybe the margin is slimmer. And so publishers are saying, well, we're going to have to charge a little bit more. But, um, but why should that affect the digital downloads? Now, that, and then that's a whole different problem, right? So you have your digital uh, download, your digital stores, right? And then you have your retail partners. And you can't undercut your retail partners by $10. And you're, you're basically going to ruin those relationships. And you need those people uh. to carry your game. So it's, it's just this uh, domino effect. <laughs> so mm. I don't know. That's my theory. They haven't come out and said that for sure. But that, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. Yeah, and the biggest bummer is a lot of these ports are kind of old games, you know, and they're coming out more expensive now. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a bummer. Um, One game I'm really looking forward to coming out on the Switch is Ukulele. Mm -hmm. Um, And we don't know what the, we we still don't know what the release date is for that on the Switch. Like, it's coming out on the 11th for every other platform, but they haven't announced the Switch's release date. And also, they have, I don't think they've announced prices or anything like that yet for the Switch. So, like, I'm just hoping that that doesn't apply to this game, too, because I'm kind of excited about it at this point. Like, I'm excited about any more games I can play on my Switch after Zelda at this point. But, you know, if every game coming out is more expensive, then I don't know. I'm, I may just buy it on PS4 anyway, you know, just just to save a couple bucks, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, or you can just wait until the, the price drops and then pick it up. But yeah, Um but yeah, so but right now, if I wait, then I don't have any other games to play on it. You know, <laughs> that's, that's true. true. That's yeah. true. Um, so we have here. I mean, well, okay. Just to alleviate that problem, though, you can buy things that are only out digitally, and then they shouldn't be jacked up. Oh yeah, that's true. That is true. So, the, some of the digital only games are actually really cheap on Switch, so that's good. So Nick posts this story while we're talking about Switch and pricey games and weird stuff. Um, oh yeah. Lego City Undercover, which the new Lego game, um, is going to require an internet connection, even if you buy the card, um, and 13 gigabytes of your storage. That's so dumb. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> so, I mean, we're we're pretty used to day one patches and things like that on you know with disc disc based games, right? You know. They almost never ship a completed game these days. There's always something. but And sometimes those day one patches are monstrous, you know, six, seven, eight, you know, 20 gigs. <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's not unheard of uh, on other consoles, but I think what people are taking issue with on this is that, okay, Lego City Undercover is going to take 13 gigs of your 26 that you have or, yeah. you know, <laughs> so I mean, that's like, what's the point of having a cartridge if it's just going to take up all that space anyway? You know what I mean? Like, I, I'd be interested to see like what the full size of it is. Like if you, if you just download it and don't buy the, the card, you know? Yeah. I, I'm sure it's about the same. <laughs> it's probably yeah, about, I mean, like, if Zelda is 13 gigs. Yeah. Like so people are hypothesizing gigs. that, uh, they're they just opted for the the smallest cartridge they could buy and it's mostly just like it, it it's all like dlc basically like you you just get the the thing that run, like the bare bones engine that runs the game and then all the content is downloaded interesting kind of like speculating kind of like when you buy a telltale game uh on disc and only episode one is out at the time oh, yeah, it just basically just, gives you a season pass and you download the rest of them yeah yeah it's so ah, it's, it's interesting. so strange but but the other bummer is the Switch is a mobile system, right? Yeah. But you will not be able to play this game unless you are somewhere with an internet connection. So, well, I mean, yeah. is it is it a required always on internet connection? 
Well, or, they don't specify, but on the front of the box, at the bottom in the middle, it says "Internet connection required" or "Internet required." I think mm-hmm. they they have to say that because you have to download. I mean, otherwise you can't. You they have to put that. Otherwise, people will be angry when they pop the the card in on their way home from the store and they can't play it yet. You know. Yeah, I hope that's what they're saying. I think uh, once you download it, you should be able to play it offline. I I hope so. I can't. I don't know. I can't confirm either way. All I know is what the box says. So yeah. Now I think you're. I think you might be onto something. I think it ties into the other story where they probably just paid for the cheapest a bit of storage, right? The tiniest cartridge, and it, all that's really on there is like a command to go download the rest of the game. Yeah, you basically got a <laughs> a glorified. Uh, download, download code <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh on on some positive switch news because i know I, I feel like we're dogpiling it a little bit oh man yeah we um are. i i did see I, I think i retweeted it but jose otero from ign uh had posted a little story about playing splatoon 2 on his uh switch and mm-hmm. just tethering it to his phone um, <clears throat> oh yeah the, i saw on that. the go and playing a bunch of multiplayer mm. like while out and about so that is pretty awesome that yeah that's really cool i have to figure out how to do that that. yeah um i actually i forgot i did play this platoon to uh the beta the test fire uh they call the global test fire yeah Um, what what did you think about two hours of that uh they didn't let you team up with friends so like you were just you had to just play by yourself like with Mm -hmm. you know eight seven other randomly matched people um and uh you didn't get to choose levels you did get to choose your gun Mm -hmm. so that's cool but uh it was really cool it was it was a serviceable shooter by nintendo which i mean the last time that happened was goldeneye i guess but that was rare technically but anyway um it's pretty fun i'm actually really excited and splatoon has a single player and that's probably what i'm more excited about um because like for overwatch i'm sorry for for multiplayer games overwatch has my heart so (laughs) you know i don't have a whole lot of room in my heart for other multiplayer games but uh but yeah i'm I'm pretty excited about splatoon 2 at least the controls were tight 60 frames per second the whole time looks looks good yeah i i really liked the first one so i i think i would pick that one up probably if you know if it turns out good yeah Uh, um last news story i have here uh, telltale story. good old telltale. telltale uh guardians of the galaxy episode one is going to release on april 18th so there you go this is pretty sweet um this is i'm actually probably the most excited about this particular uh telltale game uh that i've been you know for one of their games in a while because um this particular game has the potential to be really funny i think yeah that's true and you know yeah, they do true. best when they're funny I think so. Like, well, I mean, yeah. of course they the do. Borderlands the, one. They do the really grave and heartbreaking thing too, really well. But um, I, I, because like you know, if you played any of the Game of Thrones or any of the Walking Dead stuff, I mean, they do that well too. But I think, yeah, uh, Tales from the Borderlands, a fantastic game, and it's just and it's really humorous, and the writing's really great. So mm-hmm. I think uh, I think this one has a potential to be really, really good. Yeah, I I still need to get back to Tales from the Borderlands. I was really enjoying it and then I just stopped playing it. I don't know why. It's weird. Aww. I'm a weirdo. <laughs> All right. So, are you guys ready for some tweets? Tweets. I sure am. We got a lot I, of them. 
I think John is especially jazzed for tweets. Oh, man. Oh. If there's one thing I know is he's just super excited about the tweets. He loves tweets. <laughs> he lives the tweet life. He lives the, the hashtag two things tweet I know. life. <laughs> I, yes. <laughs> John I, is, yes. It, words are failing him. He's there so you go. Excited. That's the number one rule. See, that's the number one rule in improv, though. Yes and... So just <laughs> the fact that you said yes, that there you go. You're, you're, you're just tracking right along with us. So yes. And yes. Um, and. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. So here's our super best friends video game sleepover episode 66 community question. What was the last game you completed a hundred percent slash got all the achievements slash platinumed? Can I just go ahead and start with this? Yeah, go for it. None of the games. None of the games. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I I don't even. Well, I may maybe Super Mario sixty four. That maybe. Because I think I got all one hundred and twenty stars, and that's really the only thing you can one hundred percent in that game. So I did that in Mario Galaxy. Oh, maybe Mario Galaxy. Okay, maybe Mm. Mario Galaxy two. Yeah, and I saw Yoshi. Um. Okay, so Mario Galaxy. There you go. That's it. That's my answer. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, John? Uh, the last game I platinum completed 100% was a while ago. It was um, Severed on the oh, Vita. Oh, on, on the Vita, which is free yes. for a few more sweet, sweet days. If you have a Vita and you have PlayStation Plus. Wait, but is it still free on Tuesday or Monday of next oh, week? Oh, boy. Yes, because yeah, Tuesday yeah, yeah. is okay. when they upload it. So yeah. you have that, middle, that little window, download <laughs> that awesome game. Yeah, if you if you listen to this episode the day it comes out, you have today only to download <laughs> it uh, for free on PlayStation Plus. So get on you it. Did it? You missed out. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. It's a great game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, let's see here. Let's see here. Okay. So first response comes from Travis. He says, "I'm so close to getting the platinum for Horizon Zero Dawn, which will be my Ooh. first. Well, there you go. You got to start somewhere. There you go. Pop that cherry. And Mike, Mike says, I believe in you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mike says severed as well. Our own Mike Lopez tweeted in. Well, look at that. And, and who's this John guy who agrees Ah, with that? John Leon. Who's that? Yeah. I agree with, I I agree with John. Do it. (laughs) Casey says fallout four getting to the settle, getting the settlement to a hundred percent happiness was a P I T a. I think he meant, uh, you know, like, uh, like a piece of bread, pita bread. I I think so. I'm pretty sure that's probably what what he meant there. Um, yeah, I can't believe he got that game to a hundred percent. I've heard that was a real pain. Yeah, Miss um, <laughs> uh, Maya chimed in on that too. She says it was a creepy dystopian scene with everyone standing around a bell, <laughs> surrounded by clinics. <laughs> really freaky. <laughs> yeah, that's what it takes. Basically, you need to have a ton of clinics and some sort of bell that lets the people know when it's when there's an attack. When I don't it's know. Meal time or meal time. Who knows? <laughs> <Meal time. laughs> uh, when it's time for potatoes and molasses. What? <laughs> what was that? That's a little go- over the garden wall reference. Oh, if you don't know it, you need to go watch over the garden. I wall. do need to go watch it. I've only seen the first episode. <laughs> so, um, let's see. Tiberius writes in says Final Fantasy fifteen. It took me seventy nine hours. Oh, oh, well, I mean, I've already, I've already put ninety hours into uh, Zelda, and there's 
There's no I'm, there's no way I'm 100%ing that game. There's 900 Koroks to find in that game. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, never going to happen. Never going to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Maya says, Journey. I was late to the party in that one, but it was still so, so sweet. I didn't know you could platinum Journey. That's fascinating. I don't think yeah, it's a platinum. I, I think it's uh, just complete getting all the trophies. Oh, she just got everything. Yeah, okay. probably got all That's the cool. trophies. She made it to the end. And I don't know if you have to play it multiple times to get all the trophies. Probably. Maybe. Yeah, probably. Who knows? Um, Judge Greg says, Mass Effect 2. Wow, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. Sorry. And that's, <laughs> and that's a pretty, that's a respectable platinum, I would say. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, it's not the only person. He's not the only person that has that in this list, though. Oh, yeah. Oh. So, <laughs> so Quijibo says... Uh, I discriminate against Telltale games. They don't count. Because so the they're the easiest g- platinums ever. <laughs> so the last of us, the last games I platinumed was The Last of Us. There you um, go. So I have to. I take issue with that because my only platinum is a Telltale game. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that is my answer. But I, um, I think you deserve that because. You go through a lot in these Telltale it's games. It's like the emotional pain of completing yes. a Telltale game and is you, enough. You Da-da. To warrant, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yep. <laughs> the Walking Dead, uh, that was mine. Uh, Jeremy says Final Fantasy fifteen for me. Only my second plat. The first was Diablo three. Diablo three wow. is a really good game, by the way. If you guys haven't played it, I I really keep wanting to get back into that, but I don't have any time because I've got too many open world games to play right now. But they just like added another feature to the console version of Diablo three that was previously only on PC, which was seasons where you like try to get a hardcore character that can't die. And if it dies, that's it. You have to get him like as leveled up as you can. I I think that's how it works. You might, it might just be any kind of character, but the goal is to like start a new character and get him as leveled up as you can within a season. And then depending on how high you level him or her, uh, you get like fun loot, like cool rewards and stuff. Um, and uh, anyway, I've been meaning to try it. I just have I haven't got around to it yet. That's so. pretty sweet. Now Chris yeah. Osborne writes in. He says Final Fantasy fifteen. We have a few of those people. Like wow, put the time in. Bo wrote yeah, the same Bo thing as well. Final um, Fantasy don't forget fifteen. Ashley also Ashley Platt- yeah. So or, Ashley says Mass Effect two on the old three sixty. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Ah, memories. <laughs> 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 Philippe says Horizon and the Little Acre. A day oh, later. Okay. Um, the Little Acre is, I believe that's a pretty short, uh, like a, an adventure game. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's, by the way, Felipe is one to watch when it comes to Platinums. He is Platinuming games left and right. He, you he, know what's uh, funny is his picture here, he kind of looks like Mike. Yeah, <laughs> he looks a little bit like <laughs> he Mike. kind of looks like Mike, and he, maybe there's something, maybe they're twin, <gasps> long lost twin brothers. <laughs> Separated well, guy, at birth. Uh, Dustin to he, get platinum. He lives in Switzerland. <laughs> to get platinums (laughs) (laughs) Um, i think that's what happened felipe lives in switzerland though so he's he's the swiss doppelganger of he's the he's the swiss mike swiss mike uh swiss army mike um (laughs) (laughs) tony Uh, dow tony dow writes every mortal Kombat game even the absolutely terrible ones being a super fan is a double-edged sword (laughs) wow that's that is intense right that there. is intense that's yeah. a flawless victory right there <laughs> that is a flawless <laughs> victory uh daryl says call of duty ghosts on ps4 okay. cam writes in with destiny that is a hard platinum 
That is a that, seriously hard. That is a you have to complete the raid, the first raid on like the hardest mode with no one on your team dying ever. Oh, whoa. that is very hard. That's really super hard. Respect I've never to had Cam. <laughs> Respect. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the last one here we have Jessman. He says Rocket League Plat. Yeah, that's mm. impressive too. Yeah, that's a that's good gotta one. Got to pull out of playtime in for that one. So. Oh yeah. I'm so proud of you all even though I don't really care about platinums. So. You guys, you guys are very good at the platinums at being completionists. Yes. Very all good. Right. Better than me. Yeah. Brava. Yeah. Brava. So, um we have a few questions here just from the ask uh SBF, A S K A S B F uh hashtag. Mm-hmm. And that is if you want to submit a question, you want it to pop up right in our faces. Right as we're recording the uh, the podcast, this is a good way to do it. Um, so yeah, Casey says, "What is the rarest game slash console slash whatever that you own?" Mine is Marvel versus Capcom two for the PS two. Wow, I didn't know that was rare. That's crazy. It is pretty rare um, because hmm. that is what I own as well. Oh, um, back in the Dreamcast, um, that was pretty uh, because back then. It was never released on any other console, but now it's on PS2. But uh, huh. I have the Japanese version because oh, I couldn't cool. find oh, wow. the, the American version anywhere. So that's all I have is just the Japanese version. Wow, that's pretty amazing, actually. Um, I mine is actually really funny. Uh, so I still have my Atari Twenty Six Hundred. I need. I'm missing one like AV cable for it that supposedly I can just go buy at Radio Shack if I need to. Is it the kind um, with the little forky prongs on the end? Yes, I'm missing that <laughs> thing. Um, but uh, I have ET on the oh, Atari yes. Twenty Six Hundred, which uh, infamously was buried in a landfill somewhere in <laughs> I think Nevada. I think is where they. It was somewhere out there I think it, in the I think desert it was, lands. I think it was New Mexico. Maybe um, New Mexico, If I'm yeah. remembering correctly. Yeah, they had just like a warehouse full of these things. And they're like, listen, we're never going to sell these. Let's just go <laughs> bury them in the earth. <laughs> yeah, but they recently so, dug them up and like put them somewhere historical. Yeah, yeah I thought but, that was uh, cool because there was, there was debate as to whether or not they really had dumped them out there. Yeah, and yep. so they unearthed them. I, I yeah, was really hoping maybe in a thousand years someone would find them and go, "Oh my gosh, what is this?" <laughs> but yeah, so I still have <laughs> ancient a copy. culture. Yeah, I still have a copy. I remember being so confused when I was a little kid trying to play that game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the music was like creepy. Like I remember, like it, this, the game actively scared me. So it's a really bad game. It's a really bad game. Um, <laughs> but I have it. So there you go. That's probably the rarest thing that I have. I think the rarest thing that I own, and I use the word own uh, loosely here, but (laughs) I, because I had a PlayStation 2 and I bought the little network adapter and I put a hard drive in it. And then I used a memory card exploit um, and hacked my PS2 to where I could um, load other software on it. And so there are all kinds of stuff you could load on there. But um, I found an elf file, which is a. I think that's the launch launcher file for a game uh, on the PS2, and it's a it's an elf of the PC version of Flashback, the Quest for Identity, that someone ported to the PS2. So it has like the Flashback cutscenes and menus, or the PC version uh, cutscenes and menus and everything, but it runs on PS2. So I have a, a PC version that runs on PS2 on my 
hacked PS2. <laughs> That's very interesting. <laughs> it's very weird, but I, man, it was so awesome to play it that way because it was they they never released that game uh, for PS2. I don't think. Oh, okay. And then when they released it for PS3, they had remastered and ruined it. So. Oh, mm, oh, that's a shame. Yeah. So well, that go. would probably be it for me. Um, Greg says, what's your favorite use of a licensed song in a game? Well, I know my answer, but I have to look up the song first. John, um, do you have one at the ready in your brain? I can start if you don't. I don't. Okay. <laughs> um, so I loved the fact that uh, in Alan Wake, they used David Bowie's Space Odyssey. Or excuse me, oh. Space Oddity. Because... Um, it was just like it was a really creepy kind of game and with that song running over it it was i don't know it it just added so much to the atmosphere mm-hmm. um and you don't often hear bowie when you're playing a game so yeah that's true that's uh, true rarely in fact um <laughs> okay so i found mine um <clears throat> so in red dead redemption uh when you make the switch when you, when you make the switch from uh <laughs> i i get it <laughs> from uh america to mexico um you like i guess you cross a bridge or something and the song plays uh a, a jose gonzalez song called far away mm. um it, it like the like just plays the song and it's like a, a serene pretty moment in the game i'm actually watching it right now and uh, it's like one of the only times i remember in that game when a song plays that's not just like you know like those random guitar yeah things and uh i don't know it's just it was just this like emotional moment in the in the game it's just like acoustic guitar and you know really uh folks folky vocals folky vocals that would be a good <laughs> band name <laughs> i love that name hey uh, uh hello we are folky vocals um we'll be uh, playing so some good. songs for you tonight it's so good <laughs> oh <laughs> Uh, it's almost got a rural juror thing going on. Yeah, it does. It does have a rural juror. Vocal. <laughs> Folky vocals. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, boy. Anyway, and I think that, I think fine. a lot of people had that response to that part of the game. I, I've heard a lot of different people mention, like, oh, that part when you go into Mexico, that's so memorable, that moment, you know? Yeah. You know so. what's funny about that is it didn't happen in my game. I made it to, I, I guess I, I got to Mexico in a way you weren't supposed to. And so it never triggered the song. And <laughs> you like rode your horse up to the edge of a ravine and like threw I, yourself across. Something, or something. I did some. I think I literally <laughs> like, I think I swam across. I don't know, but I, <laughs> I, no, seriously, I'm, I, I, seriously, I think that I actually like found a way to get across the river. So, and so I didn't cross the bridge. So the song never triggered. And then someone was like, hey, remember when that song played in Red Dead? And I'm like, no, I, I don't remember. And they're like, it's that right when you cross the bridge. And I didn't. So I had to go back and like watch the scene and that's when I got to experience the moment. <laughs> so there you go. What about you, John? Uh so that actually pops up in my head. Um and the Metal Gear Solid Five, there are a bunch of eighties songs in there. Oh yes. Yeah, so that you got aha take on me. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that song is like every time I just hear it, it just makes me laugh because of that music video. Yeah. And that's then you amazing. got uh, yeah, kids in America. Um it's not really actually David Bowie, but uh, the man who sold the world was uh, was a cover by someone else. The gift. Hmm. Oh, okay. You know, what? I got to say, I think uh, a close second for me would be in Brutal Legend. Uh, you know the uh, <laughs> mm. the the Jack Black metal 
fantasy game. <laughs> um, <laughs> they licensed that Ozzy Osbourne song, Mr. Crowley. Um, so I'm that not was familiar with sweet. the song, but it, I'm sure it's amazing. Mr. Crowley. <laughs> I'm still not familiar with that song, but you can continue if you'd like. <laughs> that's, that's all I got. All oh, I got. okay. So, yes, moving along, moving along. Uh, Tom Titus Hughes writes in. I, I don't know why I always have to say his entire full name. I love it. I, is his middle name really his middle name, though? Or is it Tiberius? <laughs> mm, well, because Titus is the Final Fantasy X guy. Maybe it's Tom Tiberius Hughes. Ooh, wait, would that be Kirk? Maybe. So he says, are any of you going to play Final Fantasy 15? And are you excited for the 12 remake in July? Probably you- not going to play Final Fantasy 15, unfortunately. <gasps> oh my gosh. David. Final I'm, Fantasy. I'm How so inundated you? with open world games as it is. And I isn't Final Fantasy 15 open world as well? Oh yeah, it's huge. It is. Yeah. It's big. I, I need I need a breather from huge <laughs> games. I need a small game. I don't know what to do. I I, I don't I, I kind of don't even want to start Mass Effect because it's another huge game. I don't <laughs> yeah. I need like a palate cleanser. But So I, I I'm actually Okay, so I, I have a couple friends who own the game, so I, I probably will play it soon at some point. Um, and But I, I'm actually a little bit more excited for Final Fantasy XII uh, because Mike has raved about it you know, for so long, and I've never played that one. So Yeah. Oh, yeah I do game. know there's a weird character that uh, Ultima Kills loves a lot that looks like a rabbit girl, a mouse oh. girl. It's a yes. mouse girl. And huh. uh, Ultima Kills loves her and talks about her a lot in, in our uh, Discord. So definitely stop yeah. on by there and talk about Final Fantasy and all the games with us. We have a Discord server, guys. It's SBFVG, It's uh, bit.ly slash SBFVGS Discord. I, I like to just throw this plug in at random times during there our podcast. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. John, did you play Final Fantasy? Did you play Final, Ma- Fantasy? Yes. You play Final I, Fantasy 15? I did. I played it... Um, but I didn't complete it. I'm on like probably chapter nine because I wanted okay. to wait for the update and which mm. is a, a, apparently available now. Oh, okay. yeah, apparently. Um, that and it fixed fixes chapter the, 13. Yeah, that one chapter that everyone was upset about, right? Yes, yes. It fixed that. But mm. after playing these open world games that I've been playing, Horizon and Zelda, I don't yeah. know if I want to go back anymore. So that's... It's tough. Mm, it's tough because I, yeah, I think uh, I think both of those are like master classes at what they're doing, um, and Final Fantasy fifteen, by all accounts, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, I don't know if it's at the same level. No, I know that might get me some hate, but I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's not in the same level. I'm just not really into the Final Fantasy games anymore. Mm. I used to be, but after playing these other games, I just don't really want to go back. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'll probably I'll probably play with it. I don't know if I'll ever finish it. It's huge, and <laughs> it's, it takes me a long time to uh, finish large games as it is. Oh man, so. yeah, I can't so. imagine. Old Tony Dow writes in. He says, "What is your favorite use of video game references in non-video game media, movies, oh, shows, etc.?" So my favorite, what instantly sprung to mind for me was uh, the movie Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Oh, I love that movie so much. 
And that's such a good answer. And it's so full of video game references. Um, oh, I'm so I jealous love, of your really good answer. <laughs> I, <laughs> I love that Scott Pilgrim uses that tidbit, the little factoid about Pac-Man to try to pick up girls. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's fantastic. And it just the, the I've editing. Heard, I've heard girls tell me that that line would have worked on them, but only, <laughs> you know, it's a special kind of girl that it would work on. Right, so. right. <laughs> I w- yeah, okay. <laughs> Yeah, uh, maybe if you're Scott Pilgrim, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, man, that's such a good answer. Like the the Zelda music when uh, he's dreaming, the mm-hmm. the fairy, you know, the, ah, there's like a scene where he's dreaming and he's seeing Ramona flowers. Oh and yeah, playing. It's um, so good. There's like the the uh, the pee meter when he's yeah. like going <laughs> to the bathroom. <laughs> so funny. And he has oh, the one up. He yeah, he it. gets a one up. Oh, it's so good. Ah, oh, so jealous. Um, video game references. Uh, how about this? I mean, you have to use your hands. That's like a baby's <laughs> toy. <love> that. <laughs> That's a fantastic. When, uh, back to the Future Two. Yeah, Back to the Future Two, and Marty McFly's playing. Uh, what is that gun game called? It was uh, a Nintendo game, right? Shootout yeah. or something. Hogan's Alley, or was it Gunfighter? Hogan's Alley. I don't know. It was one of those one of those light gun games from the eighties. And Elijah Wood is the little boy in that mm-hmm. scene. If you go back and watch, he's like four yeah. or five years old. He's the cutest little kid ever. And uh, it, yeah, go watch that. Go watch that. It's it's just go watch Back to the Future too. Just go. We'll 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 still be here when you get back. So just do it. Yeah. Just go watch <laughs> it right now. Okay, bye. <laughs> and welcome back. Now that you've watched Back to the Future too. <laughs> um. Do you have one, John? Yes, uh, actually, I don't know if it's a really a cop-out because uh, Wreck-It Ralph. I was going to uh, say that if you didn't. Oh, That's wow, such that a good, good one. Because yeah. um, one of my favorite references, because uh, Metal Gear Solid is my my game, and they actually had a Metal Gear Solid reference with the exclamation park. And, oh, I love oh, that. And right. that yeah. And, uh, I can't great. believe they did that. It's so yeah. good. Yes. Yeah. That, I love that the, movie I love is the, like the Who Framed Roger Rabbit of video games. Yeah, like, I you love got the, Sonic uh, in there and Bowser and... Uh-huh. Uh, who else was there? There's so many characters in that movie that are the Street Fighter games. characters. Yeah. I love the, the Cubert E's. Cubert. <laughs> yeah. amazing. I need to watch that movie again. It's been a long time. Yeah. So, uh, moving along, we have submitted for the audience's pleasure uh, from Miss Maya. She oh. says, "So, so, so happy to see One Track Punk join you guys this week." So that's Aww. that's you, John. Yeah. Yeah, that is me. <laughs> Question. That's me. <laughs> Question. Taking inspiration from Punk's awesome Meet the Artist photo on Twitter, uh, what items do you currently have equipped and what stat boosts do they give? What loot would you drop if you died? Mm. Hmm. Currently, I would say I have... The armband of never getting hung over. <laughs> oh, wow. Give me that armband. I need that. Yeah, it makes me immune Actually, to hangovers. Yeah. yeah I, I'm I, I've, much the same way. I've only sort of... Yeah, that's right. We talked about that. That's when we became best friends on, on, your, <laughs> on your podcast. Um, but... Uh, so, yeah. Like, I've been hungover one time in my life. And that doesn't mean I don't drink. I just never get hungover. It's weird. Um... But let's see. Um, what loot would I drop if I died? Probably, 
probably a margarita. <laughs> Kill me and I just drop a margarita, fully made, ready to what? drink. <laughs> what about you, John? Uh, I guess I the most thing I carry is my um, my phone. Um, mm-hmm. I guess it'll give like plus five intelligence for a. There you go. It's got Google, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, and what I would drop, I don't know, a poop. <laughs> like, oh, what are those golden is, lucky poops from that's the, the worst that's the worst loot yeah that's what that those, sounds like the worst loot yeah it's i'm a sorry brown. there's nothing on me that will give you rupees or money so it's a brown mm. drop so um <laughs> oh gosh why so, why adam <laughs> You know, I, I had to. Um, let's see. What do I have currently equipped? I have uh, on my finger, my left ring finger, I have the ring of female repellents. And so um, <laughs> this is the wedding ring that, that keeps keeps ladies away. Oh, yeah. Um, now, and so then, hang on. I don't have one of those rings, but I still seem to have the same effect on women. So what's oh. what's going on there? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's the cologne of lady repellents. No, I don't work. Alone. Maybe <laughs> that's kidding. the problem. I don't know. <laughs> ah, there we go. Um, <laughs> so, uh, let's see. The stat boost that it gives is, um, I would say, plus ten nonchalance. Oh, because okay. I, I don't have to worry about like trying to meet a lady anymore. I just it's it's such a weight off of my mind. Yeah, so, there you go. That's true. There you go. You can and just then, like. You can just be whatever. You can be just the most disgusting version of you when you're out in public. <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody cares as long as my wife isn't with me. <laughs> there you go. And then what loot would I drop if I died? Uh, I would drop a cell phone filled with pictures of a television screen that give away the solutions to puzzles in The Witness. <laughs> Oh, that's a nice uh, the witness reference. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then Miss Maya also wrote in with a would you rather. Okay. Oh, so, yes. I love these. These are great. So, John, Yo. would you rather play through the entirety of Red Dead Redemption with the, quote, drunk walk that occurs after downing too much alcohol, which applies to your horse as well, mm-hmm. or play the witcher as Roach, the often glitchy <laughs> undying horse instead of Geralt? <laughs> Now, I, I have a question. Would... Wait, hang on. Yes. Before before we go, I have a question for Adam about Roach. Is Roach immortal? Does he not I, die? I think he cannot die. Oh, that's amazing. Okay. <laughs> All right, go go ahead, John. Sorry. Oh no, yeah, I was gonna just say the the drunken walk of uh, the Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> that want to go everywhere would, drunk and walking. Just, he looks like he's just having a fun time, just walking around, exploring the world. It would make the the quick draw sequences so difficult. <laughs> it's all blurry and swishing around. Oh man, that sounds terrible. What about um, you, David? I I definitely want to be Roach. Um, I believe there was some sort of joke recently made about um. like a new version of the witcher coming out where you could play as roach and like he was just as glitchy as ever in the video (laughs) like he's like like glitching through the floor as he's like walking through it just just looks like fun it just looks like you're you're like cheating through the game and since you're immortal you basically are cheating through the game so that's definitely my answer 
All right. I mean, who doesn't love a glitchy game? I think so. Vine sauce Vinny, you know, he does this thing where he plays games that he intentionally injects corruptions into. And it's just so much fun to watch the game try to continue playing with like bad code inserted into it. So just, <laughs> I just like more of that, please. <laughs> I would say I, I got to play as Roach. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, I, I would just love to be just running around the world, kicking people. And then sometimes I accidentally am on top of a, a house. <laughs> you know, no explanation. I'm just whoops. <laughs> What's the best glitch you ever saw of Roach when you were playing? Oh, I think that was probably, uh, that's probably my favorite one. He's just on, I just look over. Where's, where's, where's Roach? <laughs> He's just up on, on top of a roof. <laughs> I was like, so All right, dude. Great. <laughs> oh man oh man oh it's so great all right and that wraps up the tweets uh for this episode so there we go yeah that that was we we went tweet heavy because we're recording early so and we didn't have a whole lot of news anyway so and and you guys wrote in so many super awesome tweets now you guys we need to talk a little bit about gamefly real talk hashtag real talk yeah now have you heard of this revolutionary website i i've heard a little bit about it but i'm not okay. fully familiar with how it works would you mind elaborating okay so say i don't know say you're out there you don't have a million dollars to spend on games you're just like man if only there was a website i could go to pay a low low monthly fee you know i think that's the starting point most people are looking for a website they can pay a low low monthly fee to mm-hmm. just in general and right, then, but yes. this one for your low low monthly fee they decided you know what you can Borrow our video games. There you go. As long as you want. One, two at a time, whatever you want to pay, you know. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, really, if you don't have a lot of money to spend on games, this is a great way to, to try a lot of games out, you know. And not, yeah. not, not have spent $60 on a real stinker, as they say, in yeah. the biz. That's how they say it in the business. In the biz, they call the, the games that get like a 70 or below a stinker. A <laughs> <laughs> 70 or below. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Right? Um, is that too is that too low a, f- a threshold? No, or too I, high? You know, I, I don't know that I've really played a lot of less than sevens lately. Yeah, me neither. But yeah. I, I there I there's gotta be some that I would like though. I feel like maybe we're missing out. Maybe if we had a Gamefly subscription we by going to gameflyoffer.com slash SPFVGS, then mm-hmm. we would be able to try some of these games and not worry like, you know, Maybe Crazy Ricky down the road tells you, you know, that game's Crazy actually Ricky. really good. And you're like, but Metacritic says it's a 68. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not, not spending $50 on that. Mm-hmm. Well, you're in luck because at gameflyoffer.com slash SBFEGS, all your games can come true. You see, <laughs> see what I did there? Oh, I see mm-hmm. what you did there. All your games can come true. <laughs> Not dreams. It's not even their tagline. I just no. You made that, that up. Was, that was free. That was free. Wow. You guys. Game. Man, I hope they're listening to this. That was you free. just gave them some solid oh, marketing yeah. gold. Right All right. 
It's time for the meat and potato topics. Oh, or, wow. Here we are. Just, well, one. One topic. Yeah, just one topic. Remember we used to have two, three topics? Three topics. Every episode was, was madness. Ins- how, how were our episodes shorter back then? <laughs> Somehow they were. <laughs> um, so, this one is actually submitted by Mr. Chris Osborne. He says, uh, the 2017 finalists were announced uh, to be inducted into the, I think it's like the, what is the actual name of it? <laughs> I know it's, the, I want to make the sure I say it correctly. The World Video Game Hall of Fame. Oh, yes. World Video Game. Yes. So, uh, yes. So anyway, the 2017 finalists to be inducted into the World Video Game Hall of Fame were announced today. Um, this is the the 28th we're talking about. And he wants to know, what are your thoughts on the finalists and what are some games you would like to, or that you think will end up there? Mm. So first off, let's just run through, you know, some of the guys who are announced here. So we know what kind of company we're talking about. Yes. Definitely. So I feel like this list is super strong. Some of the greats and a couple that I'm like, huh? But, <laughs> <you know. laughs> um, Donkey Kong released in 1981. It launched, of course, the career of Donkey Kong, also the career of Jumpman, who we all know. Everyone's favorite plumber. Yeah, everyone knows today as Mario. So, a very, very important game. It's really the game that, uh, you know, put Nintendo on the map Mm -hmm. as a company. You know, they they really were a small uh, company before that. And then when they sold uh, something in the neighborhood of 130,000 arcade cabinets of Donkey Kong, they suddenly became, you know a company to be reckoned with. And that's, yeah, that's really the capital that allowed them to put out the NES and revitalize the, uh, the slumped video game market in the mid eighties. So we, we yeah. owe a lot to Donkey Kong, I would say. So, um, I'm going to run through the list. I won't talk about all of them too much. I kind of want to know which one, you know, which ones you think will make it. I let's each pick maybe three of these. Okay. Um, and then, and then let's go, let's talk a little bit about games that may end up in the hall of you know world video game hall of fame you know in five ten years okay so um so next one here is final fantasy 7 you know of course this is okay. the the art the jrpg that really popularized jrpgs in the west um using a bunch of fancy rendered 3d computer graphics mm. oh yeah Silic- silicon oh. graphics cgi's very blocky blocky like and very yeah. and Popeye forearms in low poly uh, <laughs> figures. Um, so, and we've we've talked extensively, I think, about Final Fantasy VII. It's like one of the first games I ever like cried while I was playing. Yeah, there um, you go. It so was like the first like super story driven game that I'd ever seen. Uh, well, like, with, I, like I know there were cinematic. Yeah, and I know there were others before it. Like Final Fantasy VI was heavily story. Chrono Trigger was heavily story. Yeah, but it wasn't cinematic. It was more. But, book like yeah yeah i think exactly. we talked about that but yeah um like final fantasy 7 felt like a movie whereas all the previous ones felt more like a book because mm-hmm. you re- you're reading everything so yeah. or maybe a graphic novel because there and is who, some visuals and who wants to read boring no. <laughs> 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 reading's the worst uh the next one's halo combat evolved so this is so i gotta just say something real quick yeah, Final Fantasy VII and Halo feel too new to me to be in okay. the Hall of Fame by now. You know what I mean? Well, like, I know they're not brand new games, but yeah. they're not the same level as Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong is like all the way back in the beginning, 
You know, well, like yeah, it's, 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 it's back there with Pong. You know, what yeah, I mean? Donkey Kong's thirty-five years old. Yeah, um, I mean that that is definitely one that has stood the test of time. It's still a great game if you play it. It's oh yeah, still for brutally sure. hard, but mm-hmm. it's still a great game. Um, yeah, and I think I think Halo Combat Evolved. Uh, the case that is made here is that you know when Xbox launched their this is their first Microsoft console, right? The Xbox mm-hmm. in two thousand one. More than fifty percent of the consoles sold alongside this game. So that's yeah. an insane attach rate, mm-hmm. right? And it, although and I it, think Zelda's even higher now. So, oh yeah, I mean it, it could be. Um, I think I read somewhere like seventy five percent. switches uh, switch owners bought uh, Zelda. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, I mean this is. I think the reason Halo is so important is because without Halo, that killer app that sold so many Xboxes. Um, maybe Xbox isn't really even a big player in the video game space, you know, going forward over the next, you know, 15, 16 years. So, um, next one here, Microsoft windows solitaire. (laughs) (laughs) One of these things is not like the other. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This game, this is probably the best worst game on this list. Cause I mean, solitaire, you know, tale as old as time, uh, (laughs) tune as old as song. <laughs> maybe true as um, it can be but yeah it's 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 a classic in that it's the game probably most played by people at work in the 90s uh when they were supposed to be working <laughs> mm-hmm. and, yeah that's true you know I've, I've certainly played my fair share of solitaire when i was like trapped at my aunt's house oh i've you know. played so much solitaire it's like i just I actually found it in Windows 10 recently and started playing it again. Like it's still good. It's still fun. It's still a fun game. Yeah. So, so I mean, I guess it deserves its place. It's it's definitely everyone has played that. You know, everyone, just about. I, I can't think of. Well, maybe like maybe like someone under the age of 20 has never played it. I'm not maybe. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mortal Kombat. So of course that's a hugely uh, important game as far as. Uh, just the history of video games, because really it was the violence and all the blood and gore in, the, in Mortal Kombat that kind of made um, the ESRB uh, yeah, come, come about in 1994. Yeah. Like there was no rating system before that. And so if it weren't for uh, this game, well, I mean, this game kind of almost ruined video games also. <laughs> so, <laughs> it, was um, the, it was the game that everyone was like, oh, is your kid playing Mortal Kombat? Oh, oh yeah. No. Yeah. It was it, it was on the tip of everyone's tongue. And I think, you know, had it not been for the ESRB and video game industry self-regulating itself with that uh, ratings board, then it would have been probably rated by someone else who doesn't understand games or wanted to be more strict. Like, you know, you, you always read about Australia uh, having banning certain games, you know, and... Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean it's it was important though as far as the history of games and I mean it was a good game too, man yeah. it's it's probably the game that helped the uh, the Sega boys like me when I was a kid combat the uh, mm. the, the Super Nintendo owners who got to play Street Fighter two. Look, it has <laughs> blood. It has blood. Ooh. The Super Nintendo version got no blood. You stupid, no blood. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I heard my fair share of that growing up. Oh man! So uh, Street Fighter Two is also on the list. So oh, good. I was I was gonna say is Mortal Kombat on this list, but not Street Fighter Two. Yeah, so Street Fighter game... Two is definitely on the list. Um, it this game I didn't realize this sold uh, uh, something like one hundred and forty thousand 
arcade cabinets and kind of sparked a new like a new renaissance in the arcade market yeah that was, yeah and then it came indeed. out on super nintendo street fighter 2 turbo was mine that was the one i played all the time and uh uh i don't know why i loved it so much because i normally don't love fighting games also we loved uh killer instinct a lot for some oh reason. yeah fighting games they had they had their heyday for sure yeah it was, it was a pretty sweet time yeah. um but yeah i'm actually it's it's funny because i'm actually super interested in picking up that new street fighter to um I don't know what the, the edition the is re- called, but the remake, the one the, on, uh, the Switch yeah, one? yeah. I'm thinking about getting that too. Actually. That'd be so I'm cool. Like, especially if I went to my brother's house, cause we used to play street fighter two all the time together and just mm. pop it up on the table and like, let's play street fighter two. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. definitely, definitely super cool. Definitely belongs on the list. Um, yeah, for sure. Mist released by oh. Broderbund in 1993. Um, Mist welcomed players to a mesmerizing world of mysterious puzzles and haunting vistas. This game, even though it doesn't hold up now, it's really difficult to play it now. <laughs> mm-hmm. But man, at the time, it was the greatest thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think largely due... Well, of course, the pre-rendered visuals were like so cutting edge at the time that it was just like, oh my gosh, I just want to look at this. Mm-hmm. Um, but also the, the sound design in that game is really awesome um the music was great you know the sound effects i'll clear my throat too i'll read it this one i think this one certainly belongs in the hall of fame pokemon (laughs) red and green um you know came out on on the game boy in red and blue red and green this is red and green this is weird this is like a weird thing because red and blue is what i don't think there's a pokemon green there is a green there is a third version yeah it was a third version i thought there was yellow out Oh, maybe green is the one that combined red and blue. What? I don't know. I don't have time to look it up. But anyway, but yeah, the original. In in Japan, it was green. It wasn't blue. Oh, wow. Okay. I I accept it now. (laughs) I accept it. So yeah, Pokemon red and green uh, or red and blue, if you were in the States, um, came out in 96 on the Game Boy and basically started up an international uh incident <laughs> every, every kid was just completely enraptured by pokemon and to this day my own son my own my own flesh and blood <laughs> loves pokemon so much that i'm going to have to buy every pokemon game for the foreseeable future and millions of cards i'm sure for the next uh five to ten years so mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go oh no <laughs> millions of cards my uh my little uh nieces and nephew have just gotten into pokemon cards now like they've been into the games and now they're getting into the cards and yeah it's just so fun to see it like jump from one generation to the next like that yeah i'm, I'm a proud i'm a proud uncle <laughs> yeah so you were saying you were saying you thought uh halo and final fantasy 7 were too recent the next game on this list is portal from 2007 oh, so modern it is very know. modern. So that game, though, I mean, it, it it kind of kicked off a whole new genre of like non-shooter first-person puzzle games um, mm. that, you know, especially physics-based and super smart kind of uh, puzzle games. So, I mean, I think it's definitely a super important game. I don't know if it'll be inducted now, but I would definitely not be surprised if this is one that ended up in the hall of fame you know in another five ten years yeah in the future yes but like yeah when games are like not even you know 15 years old yet it just seems so like 
how how what's the earliest a band gets inducted into the hall of fame you know what i mean like mm, it always seems yeah. like it, right now it seems like it's always bands from like the 80s you know yeah so uh, maybe that's why i'm feeling like games from the 90s and the 2000s are a little too <clears throat> too recent you know what i mean yeah yeah <clears throat> anyway, because i mean sorry. well you i think you run the risk if you do it too soon of inducting games like i mean it would be like as if in the early 2000s we're like you know what smash mouth is super huge right now let's <laughs> induct them into the rock and roll mm-hmm. hall of fame they're never going away they're always yeah, gonna be huge always gonna love smash mouth and <laughs> bare, naked ladies and bare naked ladies they're all going in Matchbox and then like 20 then a few years later you totally regret it so yeah i agree you do need some time uh to make sure this is is a true classic you know mm-hmm. yeah um, exactly i think probably my cutoff would be like anything newer than playstation one um i feel like it needs to wait a little longer yeah because like playstation 2 games still look pretty modern like if you look at the like jack and daxter games they look they look pretty good yeah i mean they're they're standard definition and low polygon low you know texture resolutions and Not stuff. but they're still low though. but they're still like pretty good compared looking, to yeah. playstation one like, oh yeah it, the, it was the, a huge the, leap yeah between exactly. those two so, that's all I'm um to. yeah yeah so resident evil the original from 1996 <sighs> helped popular so good. popularize the survival horror genre of games yeah i mean that's that's a pretty huge one and also it kicked off like you know a bunch of comic books and novels and you know themed restaurants and movies uh, movies and all this stuff right so starring Mila Jovovich yeah it's definitely uh <laughs> you mean i think you mean Lilu Dallas Multipass yes Lilu Dallas <laughs> Multipass yeah. By the way, quick quick little plug if you've never seen the fifth element, go watch the fifth element. It is so good. Okay, back to Is me. is she uh related to Bryce Dallas Multipass? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I digress. <laughs> good old Ron Multipass's daughter. <laughs> In case you didn't know, this is a stupid podcast. Oh, um, it is a very silly show. <laughs> um so let's see. Uh next on the list here. <clears throat> is uh tomb raider the original tomb raider oh my goodness a very important game i mean really the first game that i can ever remember outside of metroid uh having a a female protagonist in a you know in a a strong empowered kind of role you know Mm um i mean i i guess games that predated it that had you know playable females were of course there you know rpgs most notably Um, but yeah this was the first word this is the one character and boy and girl alike are gonna play as laura croft mm. and okay, this is another one that spawned movies um yeah you know i i have a very vivid memory of that game still uh in the tutorial section when the first time you go underwater and then you come back up out of water this may have been tomb raider 2 actually but she just goes ah eh. oh no that's she, the first one yeah that's the first one like she <laughs> says ah first and then air but because she's english <laughs> the words sound so similar and it just stuck in my brain Ah, eh. <laughs> that's, that's what I always say when I come up after swimming underwater for a little while. Ah, eh. Ah, <laughs> eh. You know, just like that. No, yeah, you know like what? That. You know what I'll never forget about that game is that you could just like go to the top of a really high thing and then swan dive into oh, yeah. a pool. Like I was like, man, this is so amazing. I got, I, I fell down the rabbit hole with that game big time. That's yeah. uh that was definitely an important game for, I mean, cause so many games still have uh, a little bit of the DNA of Tomb Raider. Uh, yeah, so. that's true. Mm-hmm. And then the last one on the list is Wii sports, 
which I I'm kind of with you, David, on this one. I think this is so well, new. It's a little too new. Um, yeah, but it was important because it, it did kind of <clears throat> universalize uh, gaming for a lot of people who probably wouldn't have bought a traditional console, but now oh, yeah. they, they'll waggle this thing around, play some tennis. and you My know. grandpa loved it. He's yeah, never played it, a video game before or since in his yeah, life. Yeah, so. exactly. It, it really yeah. was this phenomenon that it it kind of... Uh, it, something they mentioned here in the article is that it helped kind of redefine what the idea, the idea of who a gamer is. Mm. Um, because, yeah, I mean, like, my, like I mentioned in the last episode, my mother-in-law has one. Um, you know, <laughs> everyone. Everyone had a Wii, basically. Everyone. You know? Basically everyone. So that's the list. Um, now, who do you think? These are the finalists. World Video Game Hall of Fame finalists. Who do you guys think are going in? Um, John. John, why don't you kick us off? Uh, that's, uh, that's, there's a pretty good list because all of, taking a look at it, they all seem to revolutionize something of that matter because Donkey Kong was a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Final Fantasy was a huge RPG. Halo revolutionized uh, first-person shooters for consoles. Yep. Um, besides, um, GoldenEye. Yeah. And uh, everything in here is a, a solid list, but I would say, uh, my pick would have to be. Ugh. It's um, really hard. <laughs> it's hard. Three, They're all right? great games. Well, you want us to pick three? Yeah, go ahead and pick three that you think would you know that you deserve okay. you think deserve to make it in. Uh, Wii Sports is one. Uh, unfortunately, that's one of the recent games, but that yeah. actually, like what you said, has made everyone a gamer. Whoever didn't buy a Wii, that is the game to buy for the mm-hmm. Wii. Well, actually, it came with the Wii. Yeah, but everyone enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, it was so the game pick- so good that everyone who bought a Wii never bought anything else. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh. So we sports, we sports. Yes, um, solitaire. Got to put it to solitaire. Yeah, (laughs) that's a solid pick (laughs) because every computer had that, and whoever wasn't the gamer just oh, let's play some solitaire. Okay, just some solitaire game. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I get it. Solitaire. This guy over here. (laughs) Nice. Um... (laughs) All right, what's your final pick, John? Hey, he needs and one more. Good old, the good old Donkey Kong. That, yeah. Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I think Donkey Kong has to be in my picks. Uh, just It's just such a classic. Uh, final Fantasy VII, uh, for me, okay. that has to be in there. Um, I would just feel wrong if it wasn't. And uh, Street Fighter Two. Yeah, mm. oh man, Adam, we're... we're you picked the same three that I was going to pick. I, really? I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Donkey Kong, Street Fighter 2, and uh, Final Fantasy 7. Um, I feel like this list is missing Nintendo games, which is a funny thing to say, because there is one. But yeah. Super Mario Brothers also revolutionized video games. Well, I don't know. <laughs> that see, that's true. the thing. It might already be in the Hall of Fame. We don't know. I don't think so. I think this is the first one. I think this is the first batch. Is it? No. Mm-hmm. I think so. If I'm not mistaken. No, there's more. There are more. Yeah, so, okay. Uh, it looks like Doom was inducted in 2015. Oh. Grand Theft Auto no, 3. In 2016? Super Mario is in 2016. <laughs> Super Mario is there. Yeah, oh, Grand good. Theft Auto 3 okay, was good. inducted in 2016. The Legend of okay, Zelda. So good. yeah, there's there are some for sure that. Um, <clears throat> is Zelda in there? Yeah, the Legend uh, yes, of Zelda yes. was okay. last year okay. they inducted that. All right. So Tetris. So yeah, 
I think I think Nintendo's got some good rep- representation here. Yeah. So yeah, definitely Donkey Kong, Street Fighter Two, and uh, Final Fantasy. Final 7. Fantasy. I'm, nice. I'm there, even though I never beat seven, maybe I'll beat it when they do the remake. That's that's kind of what yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> so, what do you guys think? I end up there that maybe we're playing now, or that Breath you know, of the played... Wild one hundred percent is going to be in there. Yeah, it has revolutionized open world games for me. Like thinking about going back and playing Horizon Zero Dawn doesn't seem as appealing now that I've played Zelda, which is a wow. shame because it's a great game. It's a great that's, game, and yeah, that's saying a lot. Yeah. Um, Zelda, just the, just the way it doesn't hold your hand and the way Mm -hmm. you can just literally go anywhere right from the beginning. Like you, you can go and run into a battle that you're not powerful enough for yet. And you learn your mistake and you don't go back there again until you're ready. Um, and I just, the way, just how, oh, it's just perfect. I'm sorry. It's just my, it's my favorite Zelda right now too. As of, as of right now. It's my favorite Zelda I've ever played. So um, Breath of the Wild is definitely going to be in there at some point. Um, I would also say Super Mario 64 needs to be in there if it's not already. Um, It's tough because I don't actually know what's already in there. I didn't know it had already existed before this year. So um, uh, so I'd say Super Mario 64. I'm going to go very heavy on Nintendo because just they revolutionized everything. And Super Mario World also needs to be in there. So. Mm -hmm. Those those are my uh, those are my three. If I was going to add three games, those ones would have to be there. Okay. What about you, John? I don't have three. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't, you don't have, have to. Have to. Have three. I think that was. Okay. I just kind of came up with three while I was talking. So um, the one thing, the one game that revolutionized for me would have to be the tactical espionage stealth oh, Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear games. Solid. Oh, that yes. is so yes. good. Yeah. That actually pick. revolutionized stealth games in general. Yep. And, and that was another one of those first cinematic games I ever played. Yes. Where like everyone yeah. had voice acting and it just felt like a movie, even though it looked horrible in terms of the way games look today. But back <laughs> then I'd never seen anything like it. So yep. yeah, that's definitely my top pick for one of the favorite games for yeah. me and should be a part of that list. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I think recent games that there's no way they probably haven't inducted them yet is, uh, for me, I would say The Last of Us is mm. oh, definitely man. a good candidate to be inducted in the Hall of Fame at, at some point. I think that's the f- one of the, I mean, I wouldn't say it's the first game that got storytelling right, quote unquote, but uh, I think it's one of the most shining examples of what storytelling can be in video games. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so, and I'm, I'm sure, you know, it's it's going to video games as a medium, they're going to keep maturing and, and pretty soon that will be uh, more common to have levels that storytelling at that level. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I think that's definitely one. I kind of tipped my hand earlier, but uh portal, I think that might be uh, oh, yeah, a fantastic sure. inductee. Um, you know, we should list the games that are already in the hall of fame. It looks like there's only a few. It's oh, Doom, okay. Grand Theft Auto three, the legend of Zelda, the Oregon trail, Pac-Man, Pong, the Sims, Sonic the Hedgehog, Space Invaders, Super Mario Brothers, Tetris, and World of Warcraft. So that, that's are, what's already there. That's a good list. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there yes. you go. Okay. Looks like last year was the first year they did it. Um, so any others come to mind? Adam, sorry, I, I was right in the middle of your... Oh, no, no. So, um, yeah, I would say, yeah, Last of Us, Portal. Um, gosh. 
I think, um, I mean, there are a couple of games on this list that I, I can see if they don't win now, then they, they probably should in the future. Uh, games mm-hmm. like Mist. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'd say, um, I, I think I agree with you on um, Breath of the Wild, even though I haven't played it, just from, you know, if Polygon gives something a 10, you know... They rarely give games good reviews. Yeah, you so. know it's it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, I think that uh, that's those are my picks. All right, so. I like it. All right, yeah. Well, that about wraps it up. Um, do you guys have any closing thoughts? I love you all. Oh. <laughs> I wish you could see the face that I made. I just made the most angelic. It face. was angelic. <laughs> <laughs> do this end of the show plugs for both men and women alike yes inclusive Woo. plugs for men and women <laughs> i have to i have to start saying it that way now <laughs> uh end of the show inclusive plugs for men and women um uh, keep up with us at sbfvgs.com you can see uh youtube are you posting the youtube links there david no Video. Oh my goodness! You better get <laughs> to it. I haven't done any YouTube things for a little while now. Okay, so uh, yeah, yeah. We, we you can at least find the link to our YouTube channel there. Um, you can also uh, find that at bit.ly/sbfvgsyt. Um, you can score a lovely SBFVGS T-shirt on Amazon. Just search for Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover. Um, Let's see. Keep sending in those news stories like we mentioned earlier on reddit.com slash r slash sbfvgs. Uh, if you get a minute, leave us an iTunes review and we will... You know what we should do? We should do another thing where we read some iTunes reviews on the show. Oh, we should do that again. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. It, it, it'll make, while. My, <laughs> make me tear up again. You guys are such sweethearts. Yes, sweethearts. <laughs> or you can support the show uh, by signing up for a Gamefly subscription at GameflyOffer.com slash SBFVGS. Um, let's see here. Very special thanks to Eric Kruger for our podcast logo and his handsome, handsome face. Mm. Chat with Mike's us on not here, Dis- so I got to do the, the weird, creepy mm after you say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, chat with us on Discord at bit.ly slash SBFVGS Discord. So and I can say I can vouch the two other folks, all all three of us here at this podcast, we all frequent that Discord chat. Indeed, and we're indeed. we're upright and and great citizens of the SBF VGS community. Unlike Mike Lopez, oh man, who has here we not go. one time shown up in that chat room. Time or said for a, word. a tirade. <laughs> yeah, Mike's not here to defend himself. Mike, John, you need John, to- give it to me, John. What you got to unload on Mike here? What's wrong? Tell, Why, voice Mike? voice Why, your disapproval. <laughs> Why? Why have you shunned us, Mike? <laughs> what have we done? Oh, all We're right, all best friends. We're all best, super best friends, except We're for Mike. Super best friends. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on facebookcom slash Uh Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you know what? I'm going to scratch out Instagram. We never post there. <laughs> follow yeah, us on Twitter. We should start posting on Instagram. I guess. Though. I guess that would be smart. Um, yeah. Follow us on Twitter uh, at SBFVGS Podcast. Uh, individually on Twitter, I am Barry White. That's B U R Y W I T E. Uh, David is David J Tate. John is One Track Punk. 
or One Track Gamers, correct? Yeah, yes, that is correct. All right. Yeah, and make sure you check out John's podcast if you've never heard it or if you are one of John's uh, loyal listeners and you have come over to listen to us, make sure you keep checking us out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Uh, friend us on PSN under those same names. Um, except, John, are you also One Track Punk on PSN, Xbox? Uh, uh, PSN, I'm just One Track. One track. Oh, nice. Okay. All right. Easier. Save yes. you some time. Yes. Save you some time typing it in. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Make sure you join the Super Best Friends video game sleepover PS4 community. Um, that way, you know, when you boot up your PS4, there you go. Ba-ding! You, you got, got a little some fresh notification. new notifications waiting yeah, for you. you got, some you got pictures. Little, some, some sweet nothings waiting for you in yeah. the SPF EGS group. I wish I could post stuff from the Nintendo Switch to our PlayStation community. Well, like, maybe like one Zelda day. Screenshots. Maybe That'd one day they'll cool. get their act together and, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. One can <laughs> only hope. No, yeah. that'll never happen. Oh, you know, that'd be, I bet you could find a workaround. Like, post it to Twitter and then use the face or the uh, PlayStation web browser, go to Twitter, oh my screenshot gosh. it, and oh then put God. it on the chat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is your mission, David. I need to try that now. Yep. And like, definitely oh, need yeah. To try that. And then have hashtag PS4 share. <laughs> and it will freak people out. It's going to be the best. Oh, I need to try that, man. That's <laughs> All so right. great. So, yeah, um, hop in there. You know, every so often we light the grail shaped beacon and play some Overwatch. Uh, oh, with yeah. People. Yeah, we do. And we'll we'll course, be doing that if, soon. Yeah, if you're in Discord, you'll be hearing about that, I'm sure. that We talk about it there, too. Yeah, if so. you're in Discord, that's the best place to find out when we're playing games together. Just F1. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. super special thanks to our super guest friend, John Laola, for joining us tonight. Thank you so much, John. Thank you for having me. I mean... I've listened to you guys. I don't even know how I found you guys, but I listened to you guys ever since I found you and I've always been a big fan and oh, thank you great. so much for having me. No yeah, problem. no, we, I've been, you know, we've always talked on Twitter, always, you know, I, I just enjoy talking games with you and it's, it's been a long time coming. We've been wanting to have you on. Uh, and so here we are. Everything here we worked are. out. And definitely yeah. check out John's stuff. It's a great show. I was on an episode, so yeah, that there episode you have in particular it. was very good. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's where no, friends were bonded yeah we're yes. bonded we're, we became best friends on that episode so <laughs> yeah, alright that's all the time we have for super best friends video game sleepover episode 66 thank you for listening we'll be back every two weeks with more hall of fame inductees on gaming inclusive thoughts on gaming <laughs> 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 Hit us up on Twitter or Facebook with your questions, topics, or musings if you want to be part of the show. Goodbye, everybody. Yay! Goodbye. Yay! Yeah, he's clapping. <laughs> In your face, Mike. Goodbye. Hey, uh, hello, we are Folky Vocals. Um, we'll be uh, playing some songs for you tonight. It's so good! Oh. This is the story of the Wad. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. 
Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.